Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Man, you're rocking with your boys at Dead End Hip Hop. It's your boy FIFO and Ken. If you didn't know, now you know. We're doing 365 reviews. So that means all of 2021, you're going to get an audio review from me and Ken. If you would like to support me and Ken, make sure that you drop something at our cash app. That's dollar sign Dead End Hip Hop. Also, if you don't have Cash App, you can do it via PayPal, deadinhiphop at gmail.com. Make sure that you hashtag DE365 so that way we know it's for me and Ken. Dead in Hip Hop audio review. Diddy Dirty Money, Last Train to Paris. This joint came out back in 2010. Um, obviously, everybody knows Diddy, but you may not know Dirty Money. Dirty Money was a musical duo consisting of singer-songwriters and dancers Don Richards and Kalina Harper back in 2009. Both artists were signed to Bad Boy. Um, if you don't know who Don Richard is, she was part of... Um, Danity Kane. Danity Kane, uh, which was part of an MTV series of making the band. They were the second band that Diddy made. Um, I'm pretty sure you could go find YouTube clips and all of that type of stuff. I honestly don't know where... Kalina Harper came from. Um, I don't know her musical background. However, um, around this time, Diddy and what he was doing with reality TV and MTV, it was it was something. She was on Love and Hip Hop. Oh, she was on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, Kalina was a cast member of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Mm -hmm. That's what's up. And she did some other stuff too. I just can't remember what it was. She's a dope songwriter. Is what she is. No, she is. She is. She is. So, um. This is my first time listening to the entire thing. Um, I forgot the joints that were on here. Oh, matter of fact, by the way, the the, the the voice that you heard, if you heard the previous podcast review, you should know who this is. Shelton J. Shelton Jones, member of Dead End Sports, former member of Black Korea. Shelton hey. J, man, give the people a little bit of a background while you're here. And, you know what I'm saying, gloat a little bit, man. You, <laughs> you don't work with some big names over here, man. Yeah, I've done a little bit of everything. Um, this is the, we'll say the, the R and B ish part of of hip hop, dead in hip hop, and that's more my area of expertise. I do a little bit of hip hop, but of course R and B and pop is where I come from. That's my background. Um, I've had numerous record deals. The biggest one was with DreamWorks, and I'm a songwriter, producer, and uh, shout out to my partners too, uh, Sarah and Jig. We do. We've done some a little bit of work with everybody. We did. Uh, the biggest thing we've done to date is Ailey, who's the Korean Beyonce, and we we're working on some K-pop projects as we speak too. So, be looking out for us. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um. So this little R and B batch that we're doing was all recommended by Shelton, um, except with the exception of one. And like I said on the previous one, you hear, you know. Um, but yeah, like I started to say, I forgot the hits that were on here. 
Um, there was some definite hits on here. Um, but it felt it felt long, and it felt a it was long. It was long. It was long as hell. Yeah. But 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 back then, you know, that was kind of common. Yeah. So I'll excuse the length a little bit, mm-hmm. but it, but on top of it feeling long, it felt drawn out. Like I felt like there was some fat in here that could have been cut out, and, mm-hmm. it, and it would have been an exceptional project. Yes, versus just a good to very good project. Um, because I forgot that um, and w- w- which one is that one? Angels. Angels is yeah. Angels. I forgot about that Ross. Yep, me day. too. Oh my goodness. I forgot about that beat. That's yeah. When that shit came out, everybody was rapping on that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. That, that was one of those beats. That's one of those joints that you know you hear and everybody. Oh, I yeah. gotta get on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Like this joint really has some joints. I'm, I'm, and that made Biggie sound alive. It did. I, that's that's one of the the few times when I heard him posthumously sound like he was there. Yeah. And I loved it. I, I love that record. It's yeah, one, they that's, crafted that beat perfect around that verse. Yes. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I, I agree with you. It and, sounded like. Biggie wrote to that. Yes, and Ross was the perfect person to go on that oh, record. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. That, it, Ross's voice with that type of beat, mm-hmm. and man, like, it, it, it was so good. But you but you know what, though? I said I was going to say this on this project. You know what they, what Diddy should have named this? What's that? Last Made Back to Miami. Mm. You know why? Why? I know Ross wrote 80% of this. Yeah. And every time I heard Diddy rap, I heard Ross. Really? Yes. Is that a fact? I know he wrote a lot on this. I can't yeah. tell you okay. the percentage. Um, you know, I'm I'm just talking shit in terms of that, but I know that Ross wrote a lot and I can tell when he wrote it. Because mm-hmm. it sounds like Ross. Like sometimes ghost writers, they'll write in the voice of that particular artist. Right. When Ross writes for somebody, Ross writes like Ross. Mm-hmm. And I can hear it. And it, it just I don't know, like it makes me feel a certain type of way. But I give it a pass because it's Diddy. It's like, Diddy. Diddy's not a rapper. Just like when Dre does it. Like, Dre's not a rapper. When Kanye does it, Kanye technically is a little bit more of a rapper than mm-hmm. the other two, but he's a producer first and foremost. Right. So I give it a pass. But I, I don't know. It, it, uh, it internally made me feel cringy. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, man. Like, Ross wrote that one? Oh, damn. Ross wrote that one? Damn, Ross wrote that one? So yeah. I don't know. The, the, the thing is about this project that that I like and the reason why I picked it is um to me it was a look into Diddy's mind and how he thinks. If you listen to the music, like if you listen to it in surround sound, you can hear it kinda how he heard it through the speakers. And he's big on production. Diddy is is a super, super producer. You know, of course people think playing keys and drums and playing instruments makes you a producer. No. To produce it you have to go in there and hear those sounds and mesh those sounds together to make something come whole. Yep. And I felt you on that because I was listening back and I forgot that it was kind of like some fillers on there. Mm-hmm. Swiss came in hot on, on it, you yes. know, inis- initially. Yeah. So when I was playing this in the car earlier in the day, my wife was like, what song is this? Did they steal this from Beyonce? I'm like, mm-hmm. way before Beyonce. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It, it was. And it, it came in smoking. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you should have started the project with, with Good Morning. That was, mm. that's, that should have started the project. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite records on there, and I just I just love the way that beat ride and um, it was dope. I think Timbaland did that track, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. But I just I just love that that record. Um, you know what I forgot that was on here? What was that? that when I heard it, I said, "Damn, Diddy did do this." Coming home. Coming home. Yeah, you forget that. Biggest, that, shit was that was huge. Day. It was huge. 
and you forget that Damn, that was it really was yeah like, mm-hmm. that right there Damn. and obviously it was a coincidence but that shit just it coincided with LeBron yeah and like that whole LeBron thing just mm-hmm. amplified that song everywhere yep this could have been this could have been a, a eight track masterpiece oh 100% even 12 yeah yeah even 12 mhm and some of that stuff he put in there, like I said, I, I think he got down to the end and was like, "Dang, I don't know what to eliminate." That's what it felt like to me because I heard they recorded more. Well, I'm sure not just I heard. I'm sure they recorded more records. It was like picking from the litter and the bass that they had. Plus, he had a bunch of dope features on there. Uh, the record with Chris Brown, um, I think it's called Yesterday. Let me look back. I'm sorry. Yeah, Yesterday featuring Chris Brown. It's one of my favorite records. I, I'm a I'm a huge Chris Brown fan. If you can't tell. Um, and this reminded me of old Chris Brown because he's showing that he really can sing, so that's why I, that's why I like it. You know another one that just had me like shit. I forgot this was on here too. Mm-hmm. Loving you no more featuring Drake. Oh yeah, that like mm-hmm. that, that was a great record. Really dope. I a great record. How dope Drake's verse was on. Mm-hmm. There. Great record. Man, like like I, man, I'm listening to this and I'm like yo. Mm-hmm. Yo, last year in the Paris actually had a lot of jokes on here. Yes. Yeah, it had some bangers, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but you know, I think a lot of disappointment when I look at some of the big names he got: Lil mm-hmm. Wayne, Justin Timberlake, Lil Wayne again, yeah, Usher, uh, Wiz Khalifa. It's like, man, why didn't Trey songs? Why didn't those really hit the way I would have hoped they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now, I don't know if any of y'all like those songs, but mm-hmm. yeah, when I was listening, to it, I was like, "Damn, where are the?" Yeah, I, d- I didn't like the Usher record as much as some of the other stuff. That that and the record was funny is the one with Lil Wayne and Justin Timberlake had Bilal on it, and at the end, Bilal carried Bilal should have been on the whole record. Mm-hmm. I love Bilal on that more than I like Justin Timberlake and Wayne. Well, talk about the one with Usher looking for love, Ken. That that it, Ross wrote that shit for Diddy. Mm-hmm. L- listen, to, that's Ross. Just put a little bit more husk into the voice. That's Ross all day. Mm. Um, yeah, man, I, there was a lot of filler on here. I, I, I can't front. If, if this was trimmed down, I know you said eight, and originally I said 12. If you, we cut it ten. to 10. Yeah. If you would have <laughs> cut this shit to 10, mm-hmm. this would have arguably been one of the best joints in 2010 to come out. Yes. First and foremost. And then the joints that do hit like that, they're timeless. Right. Like 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 that that intro joint ass on the floor. You mm-hmm. can play that whenever. Yes. Angels, you can play that whenever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 they aged really well. They did. But the ones that didn't was like. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Coming home, still you can play that today. That's still. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's one of those anthem type things that like yeah. if, if it fits the mold, mm-hmm. it's gonna. It, it, right. It's, it's always gonna get played. That's how you know in concert. That's how it am. I would begin the show with "Hello, Good Morning." Mm-hmm. In it, it, I think that's the name of the song. Yeah, Hello, the good morning. Scott. Yeah, yeah. I would start the shows with that and end the show with coming home and yeah. ride out everything else is. Yep. You oh, know. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello, good morning. That's that's another one. Mm-hmm. That's another banger on here. Yeah. So yeah, no, like I, I would say this is a good listen. It definitely reminded me of how much good shit was on here, mm-hmm. but also how much mediocre stuff was on here. I think that 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 balance. Wasn't a good balance, mm-hmm. but it is. What it wasn't, but he got those bangers, so it's like yeah. it's forgiven. So, so what did y'all think of the the ladies on it, uh, Don and Kalina? Can you remember them even on a record? I don't. 
That's, you know, you except that's crazy. on the last song, Love You No More, or whatever it's called. Yeah. To me, I felt their presence more at the beginning, and as the record kept going, you lost them. Yeah. You know, between the production, between the, the other big names, mm-hmm. but between everything, you, they just kind of got lost. Right. And I, I was, I was, um, I, you know, I did a lot of research on this project when it was when it was out, and it was a thing that he was working on, and I think that the the girl the the girls came about by kind of by accident like mm-hmm. they came in there and he thought they were dope and they were like well who you gonna get to come do these girl parts they were just writing with him and he you know he she said uh kalina said he thought about it and four o'clock in the morning called her like you you gonna do it like i'm you know i'm vibing with you and that's how they got on the project so the project was already in full force mm. when they got to it so you know okay so he was already working on it. he kind of added them at the mm-hmm. last yeah got it and then so, turned it into a whole thing right and it was supposed Classic to be more, Diddy. but she was she was kind of like they didn't take it as serious as they should have. Uh, so that's kind of why it was only you know one project and that was it. Got it, got it, got it. But yeah, yeah that's crazy. That's what's up. So, like we mentioned earlier, um, nineteen songs, one hour, eighteen minutes. Shelton, what were some of your favorite joint songs? My favorite song on songs on here was of course Angels was number one. Uh, yesterday. Chris Brown, featuring Chris Brown was number two. Loving You No More was 1A <laughs> in uh, Coming Home. What about you, Ken? Uh, I think Loving You No More is probably my fave, favorite joint on here. Um, Hello, Good Morning, and Angels. Damn. Uh, for me, give me Ass on the Floor, give me Angels, give me Loving You No More, give me Hello, Good Morning. So, yeah, man, look. Have you ever listened to The Last Train of Paris? Is this your first time being introduced to the project? Did you forget the bangers? Or did you even know that there were bangers on here? Hit us up, man. Interact with us regarding the audio reviews that we're giving you on a daily basis. Hashtag DE365. Again, we want to say thank you for your support. We're doing damn near 1,000 downloads a day, and that's because of you. So to continue to help us grow organically, we ask that you share this podcast review with one other person. Also, some of these reviews are going to be in video format. The only way you're going to get it is if you become a patron today. One dollar gets you in there. Also, some of these joints are going to make the main YouTube channel to kind of cross-promote. We're still growing organically. We haven't advertised it. That's going to be our best form of advertisement. So, if you're on YouTube and don't know about the podcast, jump on the podcast. And if you're on the podcast and don't know about the YouTube, then jump on the YouTube. But we love you guys. Thank you for the support. Continue to support us monetarily through Cash App or PayPal. We'll be tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow with another review. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.